The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, as the Garda Representative Association embarks on a pipeline of industrial action, refusing voluntary overtime on Tuesdays this month and planning a significant service withdrawal on November the 10th, the tension within Ireland's policing is palpable. It centres on a conflict about reversing uh, to a pre-pandemic rostering system. I'm joined by James Morris-Rowe, Interim Deputy General Secretary from the GRA. James, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, the latest twist in this tale is that you have uh, said you won't work any uh, overtime on the Tuesdays of October, but it appears that you might be ordered to do so by the bosses. Yeah, well, uh, we, our members have said that they won't work any voluntary overtime. I mean, when, when members are asked to work overtime, generally management would, would ask them, do they want to do overtime? And with the goodwill of our members, and members are exhausted, exasperated and frustrated, they generally, with their goodwill, they do it for the, for the sake of their job, for the sake of the public. But I suppose these days are days of reflection for our members. It's just to take a breath and um, to, to, to see just the goodwill tap is being turned off. If, if management feel that they need to direct members, that's a lawful direction. But uh, I read an article today where management may not be doing that because they think it, it might um, escalate the situation. But uh, what, what has to be mindful as well, there's, there's a thing called the European Work and Time Directive. And members are not allowed to work more than 48 hours per week by European law, the European working law. So management have to be wary of that as well. So that cannot be ignored. So I suppose mm-hmm. it's, it's just that our members would, would reflect and take a breath. They've, they've probably been working six or seven days in a row as it is. So it's, it's just for them to get a rest. Yeah. Now, the, the thing about uh, being asked to do voluntary overtime and there's a, a goodwill factor involved here, this is where people are asked to, to take one for the team as it were. The team might be depleted and they turn to a member and they say, I wonder, could you do a few hours overtime uh, to help out? And, you know, you don't want to let your colleagues down. Yeah, well, look, as I said, that's, that's been going on for years and years and years. And we would say that the, j- the job can't run without overtime. And, I mean, there's only a certain pool of, of members that you can that you can get to work. So, they have to be able to, get, to be given a rest at times. I mean, the management and, and I heard the commissioner saying that there'll be no loss of service. Well, we've nothing to worry about then. I mean, we, w- we would uh, reject that. We would say that there possibly will be a loss of service. I mean, down, down the country, or countrywide, you have just normal district cars can't run on overtime. You have WhatsApp groups going around um, asking people to come in voluntarily on overtime. And, and they do that out of the goodwill. But I suppose, again, I what I said at the start, is call it a day of reflection for our members just to take a breath and uh, maybe not do the overtime. What uh, services do you think will suffer today? Because, I mean, there's no point in doing this unless we, the public, notice it. Yeah, well, as, as I said, down the country, they may not be as visible. Uh, Gardaí may not be as visible as they were in, in the city, probably on the beach. And, uh, you know, they're scarce as it is on Grafton Street or Collins Street. So they may not be seen. But I suppose what, what, what stands for us and what, what we have seen is, you know, all our members are behind us. I've never seen our members behind us much. And as well as that, the public are behind us. I mean, I talked to the public. I, I, I was at a blitz the weekend. There was about 300 people at it. And everybody's saying they're 100% behind us. So they can't understand how the 6th of November is, is a block put a block in place to stop us from going into negotiations. We're ready and willing to go into negotiations if that 6th of November is removed. Um, so it's that deadline where the new roster will be imposed from the 6th of November if that deadline was taken away pending discussions and possibly a resolution, uh, there would be no issue. Is that what you're saying? You'd, you'd all no revert to normal uh, working every Tuesday. 
No, there'll be no issue whatsoever because even look with the best will in the world, Pat, if if we go into negotiations tomorrow morning and the negotiations take four weeks and that would be rapid, you're into the start of November, then for our members it would take six weeks to ballot. So then you're going into the start of December. So uh, you can't expect our members to change their roster on the 6th of November and then if we agree a new roster, change it on the 10th of December coming into Christmas. Mm. It's ridiculous, it's illogical and it doesn't stand to reason. All right. so, so what you want to do, harking back to one of my texters a few moments ago, you want uh, the commissioner to remove the guillotine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and there's no need for it. And we see it as very reasonable on our part. Um, one of the texters uh, asks a very telling question. Um, would, if the pandemic had not happened, would you still be working the old roster, which is in effect the new roster from November the 6th? If there'd been no pandemic, would you have been happily working away without complaint? And it's just the pandemic kind of created this issue. No, well, I, I doubt it because pre-pandemic we were in intensive negotiations in regard to a new roster and that stopped when, when COVID came in. It stopped for a few months and it started up again and, you know, you would have heard the Commissioner of Management saying that we were 64 days in intensive negotiations. That was all through COVID and that was online with, with um, poor IT systems. So while there may have been 64 meetings, there wasn't much progress made at a lot of them. So the, the, it was in negotiation before COVID. It, it wasn't um, satisfactory for our members our management, but we're ready and willing and able to go in and sort it out. Yeah, but the the point being that you would have had a new roster. Uh, was it always then understood by the GRA that the pandemic roster was only an interim roster, that it was not meant to be permanent? Yes, at, at the beginning it, it was an interim roster, but we are not, we have made a proposal and our proposal is not that the pandemic roster would stay in force as it is. We have made a proposal with, with changes to it, which will be a happy medium. So look, that's all to be trashed out in negotiations. And I, I do believe if we get into negotiations, we're not that far apart. It's just the 6th of November is the sticking point. Okay, so remove the guillotine and uh, the work uh, as normal will resume for the month of October. By the way, you did mention in passing there that um, they are likely to be in breach of the European uh, Working Time Directive. How often uh, are the Garda authorities in breach of that directive? Is it routine? Well, there has been no analysis done of it. Um, I mean, it's up to management to to keep an eye on that and and keep it in force. But uh, but I mean, your, your members would know how often they have worked more than 48 hours in a week. Yeah, it's, it's a 48 hours per week over a six-month rolling period. So, look, it's up to management to keep an eye on that. As I said, our members' goodwill, um, they work whenever they can and when they're not exhausted. But, I mean, today today is a day of reflection. But, you know, just on that point, uh, I, management's own report looked for a derogation from the European Work and Time Directive that they wouldn't have to comply with it. They looked to the Minister for Justice for a derogation. So, I mean, if, if that was to happen, you know, all bets will be off. We'd have no rights or entitlements whatsoever. So that gives you an idea of where management are coming. But we would totally oppose that. And I don't think it's going to happen anyway. Now, you said, uh, James, uh, when I asked you how might this affect the public today, and you said there won't be a visible guard the presence, perhaps in many rural areas. At uh, this texture down the country, we may not see a guard the presence as normal. We don't have a guard the presence where I live. So it'll make no difference to us. What do you say to that? Yeah, well, look. Well, that's what we're highlighting. The resources are so thin on the ground. And back in November 2022, the commissioner came out and he says, I cannot go back to the pre-COVID roster because I don't have the manpower. 
And then here we are a year later nearly and he's saying he can go back. And, you know, there's something wrong somewhere when that the management's own uh, report said the same thing. So wh- why are they backtracking? You know, and we agree. We agree with the commissioner. We agree with management that we can't go back to it. So let's have some common sense here. Let somebody intervene with a bit of common sense and move on. Yeah. Um, some of the people uh, texting, sure, Gardaí have a tough, tough job, but society has changed. So the cop gravy train of 20 years ago uh, is no more. Uh, another one, as a nurse, I've no sympathy for the Gardaí re-rostering. Welcome to the real world. The overtime cruise around in a squad car gravy train is over. What do you make yeah, of well, those, look, uh, those perceptions? Well, I can't speak to that per se. That, that is not the reality. I mean, one of those texts in, for, I think from a nurse, she says that like, they work 12-hour tours. We're, we're happy enough to work 12-hour tours for the frontline, front-facing guardies. So, I mean, as I said, our members are exhausted, exasperated and frustrated beyond belief. We've had a tough three years. It's, it's three years with the, with the COVID. We're just c- coming out of that, really, you know. So um, it's very reasonable what they want. They want the 6th of November removed, get into negotiations, get a roster that suits management, suits uh, the members and suits the public. Yeah. And the final question really is uh, about that expression, be careful what you wish for. Um, the elimination of overtime, which you're going to do, as you say, for on the Tuesdays of this month. But should that become a thing and the Garda authorities actually manage quite well with no overtime on a Tuesday, your members' incomes will suffer. So, you know, you might be, you know, biting off your nose to spite your faces. Yeah, but I mean, our members will tell us that, that they're worn out doing overtime. So, you know, that, that they're constantly being put under pressure to do overtime. So, you know, the, their health is suffering, they're stressed out. So we feel that won't become an issue because the the job is running on overtime at the minute and we'll continue to do so. James Morris Rowe, Interim Deputy General Secretary of the GRA. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.